Okay, so in chapter five, we look at sensation and perception. Now, to take a step back for a minute, I'll just remind you about um, uh, the overall organization of things here in this course, is that what we're looking at in each of these chapters is a different influence on human behavior. That is, um, what makes a person uh, act, say, and feel the things the way that they do. And in this chapter, what we're particularly looking at is the influence of input, what's coming into the person. Um, because uh, in a general sense, all of the information that we look at with regard to sensation and perception, that's all input. It's input into the brain. The brain's going to have to take in information, it's going to have to process it in some way, and it's going to have to do something with it. Well, right now we're looking at the part of it that has to do with taking in information from the world around us. So, uh, so first off, we've got to look at uh, what sensation and perception are, what's the difference between the two, um, and then some things that have to do with sensation and perception in general, that is, uh, that would apply to any of the sense modalities that we talked about. Uh, and so um, there are small sections in your book um, that cover some things like uh, sensory thresholds and also sensory adaptation, and that's going to be, those are going to be true for all different senses. And then we look more specifically at particular sense modalities, starting with vision, then hearing, and then the chemical senses of taste and smell, um, <clears throat> some of the touch and physical senses of uh, touch and pain, uh, which also includes some other stuff, temperature, um, pressure, um, uh, a lot of other things, like the skin senses. Uh, and then finally, um, internal senses of body position and movement. So first off, um, let's look at uh, sensation and perception and what they really are. <clears throat> um, sensation is uh, taking some information from the outside world and translating it into a neural signal. Uh, so the information that we're getting from the outside world is going to be in many formats. It's going to be light information. It's going to be sound information. It's going to be pressure, temperature information, right? And what our sense organs have to do is to translate that energy from the world into a neural impulse in order to, for that to be sent to the brain. The brain itself can't directly make any sense out of light or pressure or sound. Uh, it needs these sense organs in order to translate one form of energy into another. And that's what all of our receptor cells are going to be doing, whether we're talking about vision or hearing or touch or taste or smell. Uh, there are individual receptor cells that it's their job to do the process of transduction. Uh, transduction is about taking that um, energy, that signal from the outside world, and translating it into a neural signal to be sent to the brain. That's all about sensation. Uh, perception is um, then what happens to that information once it gets to the brain. Uh, now, getting that information into the brain is one thing, but <clears throat> um, but the brain's got to be able to, <clears throat> uh, to pardon me, to make sense out of that information. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe when you were a kid, you imagined that uh, you know your eye. Uh, directs a picture of the world into your head. Well, and that's actually sort of true, um, but, um, uh, but it misses something in that there's still got to be something there in order to make sense out of that picture to figure out what it means. So that's where perception comes in. And perceptual processes are often going to involve <clears throat> um, breaking down those sense stimuli and figuring out what's the important parts. Uh, so like for vision, where the edges and contrasts and changes in things <clears throat> uh, in order to be able to figure out, to put that together into um, uh, to some sense of meaning. So to summarize it 
kind of simply, sensation is a process that happens in our sense organs and our eyes, ears, skin, whatever it is. Uh, perception is a process that happens in our brain, that that information from the sense organs is interpreted and made sense out of in the brain. Now, um, we have a whole chapter on sensation and perception in a psychology class, and why is that? Well, for one thing, um, you know, if we're trying to understand people and why they do the things we do, that we have to look at the um, piece of the puzzle that has to do with input. So what does the individual know about the world around them in terms of uh, location of things and sounds and smells and other things, right? So that's certainly going to influence uh, who people are and what they do. On another level, though, a lot of what we know about how the brain works uh, comes from studies of perception. Um, because what um, what some of those studies can do, even old ones, uh, gosh, maybe even almost 100 years ago, uh, that they were looking at visual perception to start with, showing rhesus monkeys lines on pages in particular orientations and particular angles, and looking at how that's represented in the rhesus monkey's brain, in their um, visual cortex of their occipital lobes. And that was one of the first of the studies to do it, but, um, but a lot of studies since then um, have looked at how perception works. And what they can do, in addition to telling us about perception, is to give us some ideas about how the rest of the brain works. If it's organized this way for perception, then, that, then we can sort of extrapolate that to other ways that the brain uh, works. So try to keep that in mind as you're looking through this, that, um, that we're not just looking at processes of perception, process about how the brain works at all. For example, uh, we see that um, we've learned from sensation and perception that the brain is tuned to notice changes in the immediate environment. Um, that's what's important. Uh, by contrast, when things are the same and they're always staying the same, we tend to tune them out. Uh, that's going to relate to our topic of sensory adaptation um, uh, and toward the beginning of this chapter. That. Um, uh, that we notice changes and we tune out when things are always the same. Uh, another thing we know from uh, processes of, from studies of perception is that the brain is able to fill in for missing information, uh, like to cover the blind spot in your eye. Your brain uh, fills in information that would, um, that would be there based upon what it thinks is likely to be there. Right. Um, so two examples there, but um, uh, we can learn a lot about how the brain works by studying uh, perceptual processes. So again, uh, we'll look first at um, some things having to do with sensation and perception in general, and then move more specifically to different sense modalities. Now, I may have mentioned this before, but one of the real strengths of your textbook is its graphics uh, and its figures, and um, that's particularly true in this chapter. Uh, so please spend some time with these uh, diagrams. Um, there's a diagram uh, figure uh, figure 5.3 on page 174, uh, where it lists the four stages, the four steps in sensation and perception, starting with one, a physical stimulus, two, sensation by a sense organ, three, transduction uh, by the actual sensory receptor cells themselves, and then four, perception, how that's made sense out of in the brain. Now, this first uh, figure, figure 5.3, shows the processes in general. But then, for particular sense modalities, uh, there are diagrams that parallel this for each sense modality. So one for vision, for hearing, uh, for taste, for smell, and all of it is broken down into the same four parts. What's the physical stimulus that's being detected? Uh, what's the sense organ involved? How is it actually transduced? 
um, uh, how is it changed from that energy from the world into a neural impulse, and then something about perception. How does the brain? How does it get to the brain, and how does the brain make sense of it? Uh, so please pay good attention to those figures. Um, I think they're particularly good. Your textbook, uh, again, also has some other gra good graphics in this one. Um, and don't be fooled. Some of the graphics that they use uh, appear simple at first, but there's but they're loaded with information and a lot of good stuff there. Uh, so spend some time working on those. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, last thing I'll mention is that... Um, uh, you have a lot of senses. There's a lot of information coming into your brain. Uh, people will sometimes say we've got five senses, but um, the last time I counted, I got 11, I think, uh, 11 senses. Uh, what, um, what some of that comes down to is that people will almost always not include the internal body senses of uh, uh, kinesthesia and vestibular senses that tell us about our body position and movement. Another thing that people will tend to overlook is that they'll lump a bunch of senses all into the sense of touch. Um, uh, however, um, physiologically, we're actually sensing a lot of different kinds of stimuli with touch, and they're handled by different kinds of receptors and carried by different nerve fibers. So I would say they're different senses. And what I'm referring to there are a sense of temperature, a sense of pain, a sense of pressure, a sense of light touch, uh, all those, you know, that we might think of as skin senses, although we can have some of that in some internal organs as well. Uh, but, um, but they are separate kinds of information that's processed separately. And so I'd say they're separate senses. So again, I haven't counted recently, but I think I got uh, up to 11 one time as far as senses. So I've got a lot of information uh, coming into the brain. And how does your brain make sense of it? Uh, that's what perception is all about. Okay, uh, let me know if you have any questions or post them in the uh, discussion board, um, and I can certainly address them there. Uh, here come my bongo drums. <laughs>